I'm Patty, and I'm a woman of faith, life coach, busy mama and wife, mental health advocate, foodie, and lover of music and dance. I like salsa on my tacos and in my playlist. I created this space just for you, Bea, because I have been there. I know what it's like to go through unwanted, unexpected changes in life. I know the heartbreak, the feelings of loss, and, well, just feeling left behind in life. Amiga, I'm here to tell you this is not all of your story. This is not all there is. In this podcast, I will embrace you, inspire you, and challenge you to reclaim the power and gifts God has placed in your life. Here, you will find community and hope and a call to action. I get it. You're probably driving to and from school or work, maybe doing some cleaning, or just finding the motivation to get up and take a shower. No matter what task you're tackling, I'm here for all of it, girl. So come and explore with me the possibilities of living a life full of color and texture and movement. Find your new melody and your new dance. Why? Because life is beautiful, Bea, and you are too. Welcome to the Listen Bea podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me and excited about this brand new podcast, season one, episode one. So I'm so glad you are a part of this new beginning and this new journey. I'm excited about having deeper conversations with you about just anything, motherhood, mental health, unexpected changes or loss, life changes, relationships, starting over and everything else in between. My name is Patty Cuevas, and I'm the voice behind this podcast. First, I just want to thank you, Amiga, for joining me on this brand new journey. My hope is that with each episode, you may walk away feeling a little bit inspired, encouraged, and maybe more equipped to face some of, challenge, some of the challenges in life. So let's get to know each other a little bit. Here's a little bit about my background and why I'm so passionate about what I do. I'm a life coach, a mama woman of faith, a wife. I was born in Guatemala and grew up in Southeast Los Angeles, California. To give you a little context, about during the 80s and 90s and beyond. So shout out to all my peeps in East LA, Southgate HP Downing, Maywood, Compton, and everything else in between. Later on in life as an adult, I did get to spend some time in the IE or Inland Empire, so shout out to all my people in Riverside, Moreno Valley, Cali Mesa, Yucaipa, and Paris, and everybody else over on that side. So this is just a little bit of background of to give you context of how I grew up and where. Um, so why this podcast? Well, uh, during a se- different seasons of my life, I experienced different types of losses. One of the probably toughest and deepest loss uh, was the loss of my father. My father was someone who was really special to me and is continues to be very special to me. And I just, when I lost him, it was huge and left a deep, deep void uh, in my heart. Uh, my dad, see, my dad was one of those people that if you met him, if you had the pleasure of meeting him, he was just, you walked away just feeling better about yourself, feeling better about life. He was a businessman. He had his own construction company. He just had this way with people and to connect with people. And when I lost him, I really felt like I lost that in my life. I lost that coach that I felt I'd had my entire life. 
Um, when I lost him, I did my own work. I did my own therapy work because that's very important when you're grieving, Bea. And if you've ever lost someone special in your life, then you can connect to this feeling. Maybe you've lost someone recently. Maybe you've lost someone a long time ago. But one thing I learned about grief, Bea, is that it does not have a time limit. It is um, always changing, always evolving. And doing your own work, you're able to cope with it better than without any tools. So um, he's a, a part of why I, a huge part of this podcast, whenever I was feeling down and at my lowest in life, he was there through other losses in my life, which I'll get into later in later episodes. But he was just always there telling, reminding me how beautiful I was, how beautiful life is, how there's so many other gifts to focus on so many other things to do and where where this particular loss was not it for me and that God had much better and bigger plans in my life. So if you have that type of person in your life, if your dad is that person in your life or was that person in your life, I'm really sorry if you don't have that anymore. Um, I felt really um, scared uh, sometimes I felt angry sometimes thinking, how am I supposed to maneuver life without my coach, without my dad? Um, but thankfully, he gave me these uh, very good tools. And through my own schooling and experience and my faith, of course, my faith has been my rock um, aside from my dad. And especially when my dad was gone, this is why my faith is very important to me. And my faith is a part of everything that I do. Everything is intertwined with faith. So we're going to be talking a lot about God, but <laughs> that's okay. If it's too much, too much for you right away, that's okay. But yeah, we'll go at your pace and however you feel comfortable. So, but just know that this is who I am. This is me. And I want to be my best and most authentic self with you. So through the loss of my dad, I, these feelings of loneliness and sadness and anger uh, sometimes comes up and will continue to come up, if, let's be honest. Um, if you felt that way, if you've lost a person in your life, sometimes you may feel gypped. You may feel like you were, it, this wasn't the way it was supposed to be. This wasn't the way it was supposed to go. If you're sitting around the dinner table and, and uh, during special events like Christmas or Thanksgiving and there's an empty seat, there's that constant reminder that that loss is there, that physical reminder. The emotional wound is there, but there's also that physical reminder. There's uh, special events like birthdays and anniversaries, or maybe your loved one's birthday, like my dad's birthday is very um, meaningful to me still. Um, and, and I feel that loss more so on some days more than others. Uh, big holidays, not so much anymore, but definitely Father's Day. Father's Day is huge for me sometimes. And But now that I have kids and we celebrate my husband uh, on Father's Day, it has helped a lot to put the focus on him. But there is that reminder of I don't have anybody, a father, to say Happy Father's Day to. That's why I'm so glad that I have my heavenly father, that it's Father's Day every day. I can thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God, every day. So I, I get to have that. And my relationship with my dad here on earth very much reflects the relationship that I have with God 
because I, my dad kind of set the bar for that. He was constant and loving and caring and protective. So I see God in the very same way. And I'm glad that I had the father that I did because that only strengthened my relationship with God even more and set the tone for that. Sometimes I may feel a little bit gypped, like I said, and um, because other people get to have their dads and their relationships and I don't anymore. And I feel like, gosh, I wanted my dad to grow up and see his grandkids grow up, all of them, but particularly my my kids, because he never met them. I lost my dad when I was three months pregnant and he never got a chance to see my daughter. He never got a chance to meet my son who came two years later. So those are constant. So when they have a graduation or they do something for the first time or they do something that just reminds me of him, I don't have, I feel like I miss that. I miss that very much. I can't pick up the phone and say, hey, dad, sabes que? And tell him about my day. Um, when I got the opportunity to work with my dad, like I mentioned before, he was in construction. I worked with him for five years. And at the time, it was a time where I felt really lost about who I was. I had gone to college, had a couple of jobs, came back home from college and just didn't really quite know myself. And my dad embraced me and he invited me to work with him and um, not doing construction work or anything like that, but learning about the business, learning how to estimate and uh, learning how to do bids and stuff like that. So I, I learned right by his side. But what I didn't know at the time was that I was learning many things about life, many things about dealing with people, about being present with people. And the least of places where I expected it was and was with my dad. Sometimes grief can trigger us in the most unique way and personal way. Uh, I remember when I when we drove from site to site with my dad, he always listened. If you're familiar with Southern California Spanish radio stations, then you're familiar with K-Love. And K-Love is a Spanish radio station and they play all kinds of music in, in Spanish. And my dad loved to listen to this radio station. So we used to listen. Thank you to um, thanks to Los Angeles traffic. <laughs> we were stuck in traffic many times. And we just listened to Caleb a lot. So, you know, all of these songs, you know, Juan Gabriel, Rocio Durcal, you know, anything, Los Tucanes, uh, Ramon Ayala, eh, um, anything eh, that just ha contained a different type of music, you know, Sonora Dinamita, um, Wilfrido Vargas, Celia Cruz, all these you know, great uh, musicians, we just kind of listened to and we listened to all types of music. Mana was also one of his favorites. And um, to this day, yeah, like sometimes I have a hard time listening to Caleb. I live in Texas now, but when I lived in California, I had a hard time listening to Spanish music in general for extended periods of time because it just cut so deep and I just, I couldn't, I just turned, would turn off the radio if I was in the car or I would um, just change it to whatever, a different kind of playlist, something different. And it's gotten better over time, but these are the little things that, you know, kind of remind us. I have his voice message uh, from the last two birthdays that I shared with him saved on my phone. So every birthday, I, I uh, challenge myself to listen to his voice. And if you have that privilege of hearing somebody's voice or watching their video, then you can identify with Gosh, you know, your heart just sinking to the bottom, to, to your stomach and just feeling like you really wish that person was there.
Um, so, you know, amigas, sometimes it may not be someone who's here. It may be someone who is still here on earth with us. It may be a loss of a relationship, maybe with a relative, or it may be a loss of relationship, a breakup. Breakups are messy and they're hurtful and painful. They can be. And uh, sometimes it's really difficult to get over that grief and to focus on that grief. So you see, Bea, living or not, people leave us and it hurts bad. I get it. I understand. This is just my story and one of the several stories of loss in my life. But it has been the wound that has been the deepest. You have yours. You have, If you have that loss and experience more losses, or maybe if you are trying to heal from or have healed to or have learned to manage the feelings better now, I'm talking to you. If any of this has resonated with you, I am definitely talking to you. God is talking to you. I'm not saying I'm, I'm the voice of God, but I do believe that God can use other people to give us signs where there may be some healing to do still, where there may be some things where we may feel un- misunderstood or we may feel stuck. So if you're a, the type of person who prays for signs, take this as your sign, Bea. There's no judgment here at all. I am with you and I have been there. Like I said, these wounds sometimes take a while and take a professional too. They can. So they're therapists, great therapists. Uh, I know I've had several in my lifetime. It doesn't make us a crazy person. It doesn't make us an unstable person. It makes us a healthier person. So if you feel like you need that, I really encourage you to seek that. And there are so many resources now where you can find that healing or get in the right place to work towards that healing. So you found the right space, girl. If this resonated with you, sometimes losses are, like I said, losses are relationships. Um, It includes abandonment too, feelings of abandonment. We usually don't associate when we lose someone um, in that way, such as my father passing away as abandonment. But it can feel that way sometimes. Like, why did you not take better care of yourself? Why did you have to go on that trip? Why did you have to make that decision that you made that just changed everything? And it can feel like they were very selfish. But, you know, I don't have the answers of why things happen the way they do. I just know that they happen. But I also know, and this is where the good news comes in, is that you don't have to do it alone. I can only speak of my grief. And to me, my faith and relationship with God, like I said, was and is instrumental. I make no apologies for it. I am a woman of faith. And I include God in everything that I do because that was my one and consistent rock. That is what saved me, literally is what saved my life. But I'll get into that a little bit later. So stick around because you might hear a new story. You will hear a new story. So if you're not a person of faith or a quote unquote church goer, um, that's okay. I love you anyway. I'm talking about my, I'm talking about faith and not religion. I'm talking about Jesus and speaking about my journey and healing process. It would be a disservice to you and me to exclude Jesus out of it. I'm not imposing my beliefs on you. I'm just sharing with you from heart to heart, amiga to amiga, what helped me and what has made the difference. 
It also wouldn't be true to who I am. And like I said, I do want to be my authentic and best self with you. So that's the good news. Also, there are other resources that you can that you can find out along the way. There's your group of amigas. There's your church, your pastors. Um, there is your community, your friends, your sometimes even our friends' moms or can become amigas to us. And they can be that mom that maybe we lacked in our life. Or they can be, be that big sister or that parent or uh, that cousin that we we may have been missing. So if you were to think about the people in your life and, and the community that you have around you, if it's not a community that inspires you, that makes you want to be a better person, that makes you want to uh, share of your gifts and talents with other people, maybe it's time to look for a new circle, friend. So we all know that we have those circles sometimes when we're going through stuff that give us that quick fix, that give us that quick good time or that relationship that may give us a quick good time to relieve whatever pain it is that we're feeling. So if you've been waiting on a sign, if you've been waiting for something to let you know, to tell you, "Mm -mm, girlfriend, that's not for you. Take this for what it's worth. That relationship's not for you. That friendship is not for you. Even sometimes, let's let's face it, family can be toxic too. That person's not for you. It does not bring out the best in you. Maybe it's time to keep your distance. And that's all part of loss too. Sharpening ourselves, remolding ourselves, rediscovering ourselves. And it's all part of what I hope that you're able to discover through this podcast as well. So that's my story. But you have yours too. So this mama really wants to just hear your story. And don't worry, I leave the light on for you. Do you remember when you're a kid and not a kid, but maybe a teenager, young adult, and your parents left the light on for you whenever you went out and you got home too late? Or maybe they left the kitchen light on for you, or maybe they left a plate for you. It just kind of showed that there was somebody there and that there was somebody caring for you. So this is what I want you to consider this podcast to be. I'm leaving the light on for you, Amiga. So that whenever you're ready, whenever you feel like you can, you can always come here and hear a mama's story or hear a sister's story or hear a cousin's story. Whatever it is, I'm always here for you. I'm also a coach, like I mentioned. So if you have things that you want to work on, personal things uh, that go beyond what this podcast offers, you can uh, send me a message on Instagram at, at Coach Patty Cuevas. Um, and there's details there about my website and the things that I offer, but that's business, the business side. <laughs> but what I want you to know, Bea, is that in this podcast, I'm leaving the light on for you. There's no judgment. There is no um, repercussions. I'm not going to punish you, ground you, lock you out. But the light is always on for you. And if you didn't have that in your life, where you didn't have someone care for you that way, Take this as an opportunity and an invitation to just listen and uh, feel free to leave comments. Feel free to message me um, with requests of different topics that you might want to talk about, things that or if you want to say some, leave something anonymously, feel free to use this space just for what it is, is to have a chat and to be able to share with each other moments of loss, how you've overcome it, or what challenges you're facing through those losses. Sometimes it may be an absent father like me, whether here on earth 
or they may be already in heaven. And we're just continually working on those that wound that bleeds a little bit and that yearns for a father. So really behind this podcast is a mother's love. I'm a mom now. So my view on things have changed drastically since becoming a mom. And I'm glad that I had my kids when I did because I'm able to provide that for them and for other people. So behind this podcast is a mother's love, which would be mine. And um, you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to take it as a mother's love. You can also take it as a sister love or a cousin's love or a tia. I'm a great tia. I will say that. So you can take it that way. And also there's a father's love. There's my father's love that through this podcast, it's still, I hope, will still, his love will extend to other women who lack that fatherly figure in their lives. But most important, most importantly, there's that heavenly father's love, your heavenly father. So whether you accept him or not, that's okay. But I'm just letting you know he's there. And it's has been a great comfort for me to have that. Before we wrap up, I want to tell you something my father told me on those hard, leave me alone. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to see anybody or eat anything kind of days because I did have several of those. And I had my father, Carlos, I had him spoon feed me food when I just did not have the desire to. I did not have the strength to do it for myself. That is a person who loves you. And that is a father's love. And his words to me every day and bringing me food. And I just, I couldn't. And he did it. He spoon fed me soup. (laughs) He gave me water just because I had no urge or desire to live anymore. And, but he was there. And the words that he would say every day was sonríe. Sonríe bella, que la vida es bella, igual que tú. So I'm leaving you with the same thought. Life is beautiful, bella. So are you. Also, if you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, help is available. You can call or text 988 to the Suicide in Crisis hotline or chat 988lifeline.org to speak with someone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you feel like you if you feel like you've been uh, you may be a danger to yourself, harm yourself, um, there is help available. We are blessed to have that number nine eight eight, which is a, a suicide prevention and uh, crisis line or chat. So um, this is this is a lifeline, literally. Please feel free to share this with your tia, your auntie, your mom, your cousin, your prima, whomever that you know may be um, maybe needing some words of encouragement and maybe needing to hear this message. Thank you so much, Bea. I love you. See you next time.